You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. All right, the Whitetail Experience podcast this week is a good one, folks. This is Byron Horton here, your host. And I had the guys over, and we were kind of BSing uh, in the garage, if you will. All things kind of whitetail prep. We talked trail cams, gear ties, bow setup, uh, scouting, a little bit of elk prep at the end. I mean, this is a, if you're a Whitetail Experience consumer, this is just the guys talking gear and deer. And maybe drinking some beers. Look at that. All right. Without further ado, thank you to our Patreon guys. Um, try to get back to that community and do some exclusive content on there. And if you're interested in upping your self-filming game, check out my web course for kind of just uh, some general thoughts on filming and branding and just getting the most out of some of your abilities regardless of camera setup. Team Harder and Bucks, enjoy the pod. Oh. All right. This is the Whitetail Experience Podcast. Not a shed cast. Coming from you from the garage. With a garage, because we do not drink tranny fluid here. Actually, so Rick and Dave did some politic talk. Turn your phone off, bud. This is your first podcast. And I will say this: I did a little recon, and a lot of these like decisions by these companies doing these woke ads, if you will, is because the banks have an incentive. So to lend the, the, these big corporations money. There's an incentive from the banks, and if they don't cooperate with this woke agenda, Andy Frisilla's really uh, opened my eyes to how corrupt oh, yeah. everything yeah. is. It's it's a little ridiculous. So, I'm supporting a non-Bud Light beer. Is that brewed, brewed in USA? So, this is a Columbus company, actually. Oh, okay. But I think it's actually brewed in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, garage beer. It's like a lighterish beer. Um, Dave and Andy did not like it. I mean, it was all right. Beer, I, beer, I, but I really like it. But that's the light. They have a regular too, right? That's the black can. Uh, I'm not familiar with the black can. They have a lime. That's, that I, I mean, that might be delicious. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's probably the one that upsets me the most because occasionally, like, like on a like a Sunday one. fun day, Bud like Light the Limes. Bud Light Lime, man, those kind of hit the spot. Bud Light Orange. Remember the Bud Light Oranges? Yeah, yeah those were actually good too. Yeah, A was a big fan of that. I like this kind of. Bush like peach, and you're not even gonna try it. I know. That's. <laughs> I might. 
That's different marketing yeah, crews. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they come out with it. It was like the same conglomerate, but definitely a different marketing crew. I, I so yeah, we are coming from you, the garage. Um, if you hear some motorcycles driving by, that's, that's, that's what's that. happening. But uh, the, the kids are asleep, so we cannot do the house. And uh, the wife's texting me. I guess one of the kids is not doing well, so I might have to bail for five minutes. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk whitetail prep, uh, summer prep. Uh, we got a lot of things going on. Uh, I see your weedy up here hanging by the gear ties. That's a 10 out of 10. Gear ties are uh, a very, uh, what, I don't even know what the word I'm trying to say. Useful. Yeah. Versatile. They're a little underrated, I feel like. You know, we're talking about like hunting gear is like overrated or underrated. The gear ties are definitely underrated. You've used a gear tie to hold your sleeve. Dude, we've used gear ties so many times. Then when, um, when, when you shot your buck. When you shot your big buck, uh, it was like three years ago now, four years ago now, You didn't you gear tie your stabilizer on or oh. some shit? Yeah, you did. Oh. It had come loose and you used a gear tie to like wrap your front stabilizer Because then you had that nice stabilizer with the background and you had that whole, yeah, you had the whole fucking system and it like came off that day. It was, wasn't it like, yeah, I I like it came it loose and it was... The bottom one... And so the so because it was kind of kicked off to the side and wasn't it like it was just falling down the, and hitting the riser. The string it would just come right into the strings. And yeah. so you gear tied it yep. like uh, out of the way. Yeah. And it's like just because I always have one, you know, get, get the, the the long one, the I don't know, eighteen inch or maybe, mm-hmm. just and um, just thing. wrap it around one of your backpack straps or something and just let it sit there forever. You know, weave it through a couple mollies, you know, because you never know when you're gonna need it. Yeah, I a lot of times will attach my quiver to my bag. With a gear tie, and then I even use a gear tie yeah. on my tow rope. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, they. I've used them to like hold branches out of the way. Hold branches out of the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure I've held, I've used it as a bow hanger before. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know yeah. you have. In like a weird way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like wrapped it around it. It was like, yeah, that'll hold. <laughs> but, yeah, because it was that day. Uh, and I had my, uh, I had my DSL. I forgot my camera arm too, and I, I forgot the fuck that shit that day. And I had my camera arm, like, hung up on this, like, sketchy, like, half-dead little stub of, of a, like, a, of a branch. And I was like, this is going to break any time. I'm hanging my fucking expensive-ass DSLR <laughs> on this stub yeah. because I forgot my camera arm, but I had, you know, it, it was just a mess. I was, like, about to take off my shoelace to use it or something. Like, hey, I could do it that one shoelace. <laughs> I'll be all right. Jeez. Now, we were just talking camera arms, and I think all of us are going smaller, less. Uh, Rick, you talked about getting the, the painted arrow yep. system. To, 100%. Yeah. You said that's the magnet thing? You just snap yeah. your phone on there? Yeah, it snaps on the stabilizer, and they also have like a tripod mount. I the mean, magnet like sticks to your phone, and then you stick it. Yeah, stick it to your stabilizer. Yeah, there's like a metal plate that goes on the back of your okay. phone, and yep. then it just. But they showed it shaking it around, and it was not budging. And you can take the metal plate off anytime you want. Anytime you want. But since my, I have a phone just dedicated for hunting, filming, yeah. oh, I'm going to just leave it on there. Yep. You know, uh, so okay. no problem. Okay. Well, you don't even need that then. So, yeah. And, That's and, more convenient for the guy who's like, you know, looking at some TikTok titties, and then it's like, oh, shit, there's a deer. Let me just slap yep. my phone on the exactly. magnet real quick. Exactly. <laughs> but that does drain the battery. So I don't recommend it. <laughs> battery D- Dave sometimes will hunt based on cell signal occasionally. <laughs> oh, for sure. He goes, I don't know how you do it sometimes, no no signal. Dude, oh. I mean, like, at times it's fine. But, like, 
over and over and over again, no signal. It's like, fuck, dude, this is this it gets miserable last sometimes. Year, yeah. last, like, oh my year, God. last season, three of my all day sits were in a deep bottom and there was no service and it was pain. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was pain. I, like the I, first thing you're like, it's kind of. I, nice, well, I found know? myself like looking at like old family pictures <laughs> and shit that I had on my in my album and like I was <laughs> watching like old videos, you know, yeah. like just. That's stupid, what I dude. Yeah. scroll through emails like just delete emails. Like I'm gonna be productive today. Yeah, got nothing else to do. do. <laughs> you talk about scrolling through all photos. That's what I did on our Western yeah, trip. Yeah, before you go to sleep at night, you have no. Yeah. yeah. You know, nothing else. I just scroll through old photos of hunting. And There's one day I was bored, life. dude. I, I pulled out my notes and just straight wrote, like, <laughs> our, like, first two days like a novel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> described, dude, I described it Dave like it was a whole nine yards, dude. It's like, we started this endeavor on a daunting <laughs> task. <laughs> dude, it was like, it was a novel, man. <laughs> It's nice. Did you use one of them little pen stylus, dude? Or like write it out? No, I was just... Just type it. My dude turned into David Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Trip. It was, that's what it was. It is, so, it is very humbling. No cell signal. You're just so used to it. Yeah. it. When was the last time you took a shit in just silence? Yeah. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I will, I will pull my pants back up. Go to go get my phone. <laughs> At home, for sure. If I like sit on the toilet, I'm like, like oh, damn, no. I got my phone. Nope, hold it in for no Squeeze two that back in. Squeeze that back in. Let me go get my phone. Dude, there's times when I, I actually prepare my dinner and sit down on my chair, sit the plate on my lap, and my food will go cold because I haven't found the right TV show to watch. Yeah. Because you got to watch a I show. Just, while I want to watch a show while I eat. You know, that's just, that's growing up, that's what we did. Yeah, you know? Like, we talked I never about, ate at a dinner table. Yeah, we eat at the TV trays. Yeah, that's what I yeah, have. Yeah, some old people. <laughs> we t- we talked to our wives like three times of the whole trip. Now that wasn't that was all oh, the camping trip. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the old camping trip it wasn't too bad. Yeah, you guys did some camping last weekend. Yeah, yeah we you guys go every year. I I, I had a, a memory pop up. You guys were out there camping Memorial Multiple. weekend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Andy and Ben, both campers. I just mooch off their sites with a tent. <laughs> yeah, he does. Did you take the big one? Yeah. No. Not the well, big, not, big one. Not the walls. Not the uh, big Alaknak. Uh, yeah. Well, I have another big, like, 10 what person pop up tent. 10 12 by The Alaknak? No, no, your uh, orange one. It's like 10 by 14. Yeah, it's, yeah, big, it's still big. Yeah. It pops up in a minute, two minutes. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. A couple minutes. Played a bunch of frisbee golf. Um, yeah. Can jam? Yeah. Yeah, we can jam at nighttime too with some. Light was that the weekend jam. I moved the chickens out? Memorial Day weekend, weekend, or was that when I did the my garage stuff? Memorial weekend. We uh, did those things, but it I was mean, Memorial Day weekend. I feel like just now I am starting to get into some of the deer stuff, if you will. Like, yeah, I didn't turkey hunt hardly. Like Minnesota, that was the only turkey hunt yeah. I did. Yeah, I bought a tag and didn't go one day. <laughs> didn't go. Rick slay one like always. <laughs> yeah, Rick. I, I, I the podcast to. was good. I wanted to go. Yeah, I just, you know, it is what it is. And then, um, yeah, I was just saying, I was like, I was kind of just about that time, I need to get some trail cams out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and I was thinking too, like, I know in years past, I've kind of put them in areas where I could like check them before season and Mm -hmm. maybe kind of have a play on an area. And then, you know, occasionally you do like an October hunt in an area that you know you got a camera in, so you can kind of like check it, like kind of on your way to the hunt, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know if I don't I don't know if I'm gonna do any of that this year. I think the ones I put out, I'm just gonna basically 
plan on them being like year-long soakers hmm. just to kind of see what's in the area you know put them in new new spots that i really don't necessarily plan on hunting this year and just kind of to see maybe i can have a play for the following year you know yeah see i'm one i i've got a priority list of a couple areas that i'm like okay this is number one two and three just based on some information and uh i will check some cameras in september to maybe look at what's going on i had i felt like last year i had some bucks where i thought they died from ehd or left or whatever and they were still there and i feel like i i scouted this year with early season in mind too because hopefully i get some more evening hunts in october if you will mm -hmm. um now the kids are, are a touch older so so i i definitely plan to utilize and I will say this, I, I set my cams up now. I put them on like a really long delay. I know Dave doesn't like this, but like yeah. three, five minutes because I hate those windy day photos and I don't want the batteries to die. Yeah. Mm. I, I need pictures in September, October. When I check them, I'll, I'll adjust them to maybe like a minute delay, 30 second delay, whatever. But uh, I definitely will, will, will rely <laughs> on some trail cam data to hone in mostly for the rut honestly is what, is what i've always done what's, what's your delay the lowest delay they have it, yeah your delay is you do you got a food source that they're eating or are you running most no most like, of my cameras are trail scrapes so what keeps the deer there there for five minutes well, no it's a five minute delay three second also three it initially takes a picture yeah and then it waits five minutes yeah i thought it was detect and then wait five minutes and then picture. i think that couldn't be more yeah that couldn't be more done but i but time out before dave speaks i look through a lot of sd cards of windy days and dave runs literally like a third of the trail cams yeah but here's the thing though you're talking you want summer pics you want um summertime blood pics right no, August August twenty eighth to September. I really don't care about July fourth picks. Okay, well, okay, late summer. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, um, what are bucks doing that time of year? They're in bachelor groups, right? So you're gonna get a picture of that fucking four corn, who's the first of the five who walk out. Yeah. And then you're not gonna get a picture of any yeah. of the ones in the back. That's terrible decision. I've never had batteries die. I don't think. I've never had. I mean, in the winter no. because they just don't like. I've had just like they've been like just like randomly stopped. Yeah. Didn't even have that many pictures, you know. Yeah. But like, it, clearly the cold had an effect. Mm -hmm. But not. I've, I don't think I've Especially, ever had cameras die. I seen you're going with different batteries this year, not Amazon batteries. No, no Amazon batteries. So that's not going to deter your, you know. I'd be all right. Do the, 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 the Kirkland ones do? Kirkland good. ones do well, and it's my big thing is is like. I remember I had a guy message me like, dude, you, you, why do you hate Amazon batteries? I'm like, well, prep six to eight cameras at one time. You got to cut a four oh, pack open. For... They come in fives. Like what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll even number. I'm glad Big A is with me on this. Yeah. yeah, I got a box down there. Okay, I need eight batteries. Like I cut five, and then I have to cut another pack and get three out. And then and I have two left it. over. Now yeah, I have to add them two to Look something at this. else. I got a reevac right here on the table. Forty eight. I just got to pop the top nice. in yeah. endless con consumption. And then it holds back. Well, Reevacs are the, the, the <laughs> bottom of the list, bud. No, 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 I go no, Amazon over reevacs. That's why Barnes batteries are not. Yeah, exactly. No, these batteries are only last thirty seven. Reevacs are color of bud. Light cans, right? <laughs> Looks like little miniature Bud Light batteries. Cans. Those are no. tranny batteries. I thought he upgraded. What in the world? No, no, no. There are a lot cheaper batteries than Rayovacs on Amazon. Dylan Mulvaney, I only use Raybacks. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Oh yeah, Ric Flair. <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I love that. I man. hate that oh, shit though. They Amazon packs them in five, so I whip five out, then I have three out of another package, and I'll have two left over that I need to. And you add, gotta bring a pocket knife out every time the, you get a package out. Yeah, to the second package. Well, that only gives you seven, so now you're open like a fourth package to get sixteen batteries. Well, realistically, now now you got me thinking here. Now the wheels are spinning. Uh oh. Okay. Why the fuck does everything only yeah. take like four or eight batteries? Why is it always like an even number? That doesn't even make sense. Except for headlights. Randomly, they take three. Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every headlamp I've ever had. Three. three. And you got that one battery. What the fuck am I doing with this AAA? <laughs> the muscle do it in trash. Because yep. I'm just going to lose. It's going to go in my drunk door yeah, and be gone for 37 years. You'll put it in your backpack, and then like two months later, you're like, is this old or is this new? Well, I'm trashing it anyways because I have no idea. Yeah, it's no, I'm not going to trust it. I don't trust it. Yeah, don't trust it. It's yeah. new. <laughs> Happens all the time. I just, I just cleaned out my hump pack just the other day. And I'm, all, all kinds of batteries. Well, I, just, on I just went to REI. I just went to REI to get my products, and I think ninety percent of their headlamps at REI are USB charged now. I think that's. Do you like it? I don't like it. It's. It, I, it, I like it, but I don't like it. I, I wish it. Some of them have both options. Yours yeah. has a charger. Yours is rechargeable, ain't it? Um, I have. A, I have a lot of headlights. You have a rechargeable. That Phoenix headlight. one is. No, you have to have the rechargeable battery for it, but it, it can also take batteries. Oh, okay. So you can put the rechargeable battery in it. It's the CR123s or whatever. CR1, that's a mine. You can, yeah, I need a you can put one. Here. You can put a retar rechargeable one What's in it and recharge it with USB, but you can also just have like a spare CR123 with you in your pack. Mm. So that's that's not that's you know that's not a bad option, but yeah. That's what my headlight takes. One CR123. And that's not a bad it's idea. One, but, one but the only negative there is if you're on your way to hunting and you realize it's been dying, you can't stop <laughs> at, at Walmart. You've been there. You been killed there on a day. You had yeah. to go to Walmart and get batteries. Yeah. Does your does it have an indicator on how much it has left? No. Oh, that's dangerous. Batteries need to have the old. Remember the oh, old Duracells yeah, that had could, the little buttons where you, you would press. break your yeah, thumbnail exactly. trying to press yeah, it, but like, it would show you a little bit. Of juice, <laughs> at least <laughs> yeah. a rough estimate. Of it. I saw a post the other day about those Duracells that would yeah. tell you the charge. It said the kids of today will about? never know. It's like to well, bruise your thumb and then, not know yeah. what batteries. And then the nine volt, you had to hold the strip on the two on the two top top things, you know, and then it would show you how much was in those nine volts. Yeah, because a lot of things were 9-volt back yeah. then, too. Yeah. 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 Dave, you had a headlamp at one point that was a single battery. It took a C-cell? No, D? one double-A. One double-A. Oh, one double-A. And it, it was, was a Browning. A Browning. It was that Browning. Wow. Not the Princeton. No, it was Princeton a Browning. Tank. It was a Browning. Yeah, it was really good, but it, uh, I mean, it would die kind of quick. You know? yeah. It had multiple levels of brightness, you know. In, like, full, it had full like beam a mode, beam mode. And it probably lasts like 30 minutes in full beam mode. Mm. But... But you know, it just took one battery. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. I remember we were, uh, we, all three of us, me, you, and Zoe, were hunting, which I need to call Zoe and he's not here. He's lost. We need to put Ziplocs, little small Ziplocs, in our, like little like drug dealer Ziplocs, in our <laughs> packs that write in write good or bad on it. Yeah, just for batteries. <laughs> so we know. Because like you said, I probably tossed away brand new batteries this year because I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. And I opened up my pack and it's just a bunch of batteries. Fuck. How do I know which one's good and yeah. which one's not? You know, yeah, all, all went in the trash. Same thing with like, uh, put a new battery in my rangefinder. You know, it's supposed to last like a certain amount of clicks. It's probably still good, but I'm gonna put a brand new one in. Oh yeah, no you, you always err on the side. Well, yeah, I noticed uh, my old rangefinder. It was like half, and then like next time I checked it, it was all the way. Actually, mine's rechargeable. I got the same one you got. It's kind of a piece of shit. It is. I probably need to get a. That's one thing I probably should buy. 
Matter of fact, I might take a note of that. <laughs> you get one of the order. Do you have a decent rangefinder? Yeah, I had the Vortex Ranger. He don't like it. Ranger like thousand. That's what he. Had. I think it is. So yeah, I had the old Vortex before they put in red labeling. Is yours red? No, it's green. It's green? green? Green's yeah. better than black. Mine's black. Oh, yeah. Green. Yeah. Yeah. Black's awful. awful. Yeah. I'll be having like click trees and then like look into the sky. <laughs> so I remember I had, a, I had a Sims like $100 rangefinder and it was it had like arc technology in it. Jesus. This bug's fucking giving her a ah! That's a big ass bug, bud. Oh, God. Well, that's the prime. So I. Uh, knocked myself out. Mothman. I don't even know. What was that? I don't I know. Do, I have no man. idea. We got Scott's oh, range, range So I had a Sims rangefinder, $100 rangefinder. Had red readout. It did like angle compensation. Took a uh, 9 volt. And it's a pretty decent rangefinder. And then I had that uh, Western trip lined up where I had the outfitter. And I bought a better one. I bought this Vortex. I even got like a, I found like a 30% code on the interwebs. Bought it. $450 rangefinder. Got it. Not impressed, <laughs> and like I'm, I'm generally impressed. I have two Vortex binos, both very impressed with. Like, yeah, I feel like Vortex does a good job, and that was the first year they made a rangefinder. And honestly, like I would not, I would not tell you guys to buy it. Yeah, that Sims for a hundred dollars was even better functioning for my purposes. Now I had a max of like two fifty, but I think I think Sig makes some. Some pretty nice ones. I was going to get a sick last year and didn't end up getting what you got, but... Yeah. Occasionally, you can find them on Camo Fire. Sick. Hmm. Yeah. I know. I tried to get that Muddy. I I tried to order this Muddy Rangefinder. It was a whole fucking fiasco. Fuck Muddy. I won't, you know... Other than their sticks, which are the best. (laughs) False. (laughs) Other than that, that that company pisses me off. (laughs) Trash. Just customer service on shit like that. It's like, what yeah. you do? You bought a brand new. And it bought a brand right? new. It did. It was. It was ranging shit three hundred yards. So I was just from here to the wall. Yeah. It was just. It was just messed <laughs> up. You know. Yeah, I'll say that's. And a, trying to just return it, like, hey, I got a bad one. It would. I played to hell with it for fucking weeks. Yeah. Dude, and it back. You know, and I'm how much time I'm spending calling, trying to get through the customer yeah. service, all like that. I was like, fuck this. I ain't buying shit from y'all again. Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. That's the same thing with me last year. I bought the tide weed. Would range a tree at 15, it would say like 30. I realized it was actually aiming to the right. Called Tideweed, no problem. They sent me a brand new one. Yeah, exactly. Zero issues. That's cool. I liked it. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. You know, it was exactly. a cheap range finder, $100. Yeah, $100, and it, it no works. Problem. It ain't great, but yeah. it works. You know, I still, I mean, I've used it for two years, I think, now. They was like, oh, we'll send you a brand new one free, free of charge. Free I'll probably forget to ever get a new one. I'll probably use it again this year. <laughs> Very good Same. chance. <laughs> There's a lot of things like, oh, like, oh yeah, I'm going gonna to get a new site or stabilizer. Don't ever do it. Same one. <laughs> Same old stuff. I couldn't even tell you what stabilizer I got. It's that old school one. What was it? You got it dipped. That's stokerized. That's a good one. It was a stokerized? Oh, no, no, no. It's a bee stinger. It wasn't stinger. a stokerized. Come on. It's a bee stinger. Eight inch bee stinger. You, you got it dipped full carbon like, like yeah. I don't know, seven years ago. I was like three, five. Three, five? Three years ago, it was still COVID. Uh, <laughs> COVID. Yeah. yeah. So it was way I before was that, like dude. Three years uh, ago, it was COVID. You lived on Ogden. Dude, yeah. It was seven. That was, that was, that was dude, you're, I had it when I had might the, have been 10 years ago. You're I had proving the, my point more. I had the full throttle. It was probably 2013. Oh, that's, that's 10 years. No, that was like first year of white tail experience. We're talking the full, full throttle. The white full throttle. That's about 2013. Dude, that, 
They both look good, but you, you, I remember being at the range and you're like, dude, if you creep, it wants to oh, go. Oh, if you barely, if you think about moving, it's moving. <laughs> like, it was bad. Mm. So it was, was a beast, my, though. I had that Bowtech uh, invasion. Uh, no, the old, yeah, the first one I had. Invasion. Yeah, I did have 80 pounds. So invasion. you maxed the bolt out, it was like 74. Yeah. You, you gave it to me, I couldn't pull back. Yeah. Wow. It was a 70 pound invasion that, that it, would, it would maxed out like 74. Yeah. Though. That dude, that that bow shot good. It was it, dude, dead in hand, most dead in hand bow I've ever had. I had the eighty second airborne for a handful of years. That Bowtech eighty second oh, yeah, airborne, yep, yeah, yeah. the chrome one. Yeah, it was, it was chrome. chrome initially. <laughs> it was a bluish chrome. Dude, it was chrome, chrome it flames. Blue, it blue flame or something's what it's called. And uh, and yeah, I immediately painted it. And uh, <laughs> he spray painted, spray painted, it. he spray painted my Ross, and then we just like, hey, that's your favorite bow of all time, though, is the eighty second. It was because it was my first like good compound. It was 350 IBO bow yeah. in the, in 2008. Yeah. You know, it it was, but it was, it would jump on you like a motherfucker too. But that taught me how to keep back tension and stuff. And I shot that bow the best, probably better than I've ever shot a bow. But we used to shoot a lot more back then. You know, you're talking 10 years ago. Me and Andy were dialed in on the archery stuff. We did all the, we, we, we would just a, fucking sit there and tune our bows for hours daily. So yeah. when I first started I shot running around with you guys... <clears throat> It's like March, and you're like, you guys want you want to shoot bows tonight? I'm like, dude, it's March. Like, I don't touch my bows until oh, yeah. like June. <laughs> yeah, we used to be ready by like February, March, and shoot all summer. Yeah, D- Dave, Dave, and Andy both like kind of like cannonballed me into scouting, to being tuned with the bow early, like just like the year round approach. Because um, I, yeah, I, I, I was kind of like, oh yeah, like June, I start shooting. Like I, I may scout a little bit, but like I didn't. Yeah. When you very first started hunting, you were like, uh, you got to let me know, teach me how to do this public land thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why we started hanging out a lot more. I was like, dude, like, I lost all my private. Like, Did you and shoot- we started scouting and Byron's like, this area looks pretty good here. And I was just like, yeah, but but it's flat. People can come right from the parking yeah. lot. And he, he didn't even realize, like, you were you knew, but you were like, that, that, that wasn't something you were looking at. No. You were just like, well, it looks good. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but... It looks good to everybody because it's not that far yeah. of a walk and it's yeah. easy. Did um, you kill a deer with the invasion you bought off him? No, I sold it before even season started. I think I bought Matthew Z2. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, by the Bear Encounter. You, know, you bought the Z2. No, the Z2 for sure. Yeah, you bought the Z2. The Bear Encounter was what you had first. You, you porcupine that buck with the Bear Encounter. No, no, you? no. I never hunted with the Bear Encounter. You porcupine with the Z2. The Z2. You bought that out like a uh, Buck Outdoors? Yeah, it was great buck. Yeah. No, it was, bef- it was before White Toe Experience when you porcupine that buck. Yeah, I had the Z2, though. I know I porcupine that deer with the Z2. Because that was a solo cam. It was like a remake of the Matthew Z7, which is like... The Z7 has probably killed more deer than any other like compound. Well, the, the Z7 had like a whole series, but if you're talking about yeah. the I'm just Z7, saying, Z7 Extreme. design has probably killed more deer. Yeah, well, than the Z7 any Extreme combat. specifically, that's the short one. Well, that was like their main, that was like the most popular. And rewind back in the day, Matthews was well above the competition. Yeah, who was. Who like, was, I feel like nowadays everything is pretty even keel, but like back then when the Matthews. Then. <laughs> what are we talking about? You're blogging, you done forgot what we are in the conversation. But you know what I'm saying? Like, back then, Matthews was, like, they said, catch us if you can. They don't have that tagline anymore, because everybody makes a really good buck. Because they haven't, they really, a, really, Matthews hasn't changed they had much. They Z, Z7 Extreme, Z2, the Helium, and then they went to... The Chill R was a dope buck, Chill R, the Halon series. 
Well, they had the they then, had the Z seven series. They had the Monster series. The, monster, yeah. the Halon, they, they, they got up. the Halon series. I think the, all their Nubos are still kind of damn near similar the to the Halons. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I remember they came out with a Halon, and the guy uh, advances uh, Ken. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he was like, dude, like this is a good battle. Well, they had the five, six, and seven. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of sweet. Because a, that's what I'm the white five. The Halon. You still got it. Uh, that, that's the one. Halon yeah. six. Okay. The six. Yeah, the the twi- right in the right in the between there. You said it shoots quiet. I guess it does. It does. It, Everybody always compliments me on my quiet. Bow. Matthews are always quiet. Yeah. I think that's kind of one of their main sticks. You know, well, Matthews, Elite. Those are probably the two that are kind of known to be my, quiet. My new Prime's pretty quiet. I'm I, now. I got a sixty pounder this year. Now, what is it? A Prime what? That's the Revex. Revex. So. You got like different cams on it? It does? Yeah, it's it's different cams, and I feel it draws easier, and it holds better, which uh, I can't speak to the accuracy. Last year, I felt like the uh, the inline, like, I shot very accurately. Like, I had good 30, 40-yard groups. Like, okay, this is a little better. But, what rest is on it? Um, can't tell you. It hasn't come out yet. All right. Cool. Oh, 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 I see, I see it over. I'll tell you. Now it looks like good bow. Is that the Morel? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Tambo. B stinger? Nope. No, redline. It's, red it's strict out in redline. Red uh, I'm going. Red I am going back to a three pin slider. Probably not going to use any of the sliders. What did you shoot last year? I went to the torch mid season, and Rick, you're you're shooting the torch. Yes. And it, vertical pins, two stacked. Yep. I felt like it was really good for 20, but I felt like my 30-yard group started opening up a bit. Yep. And maybe it's the fact that I've shot a traditional, like, come in from the right pin system for yeah. 15, 20 yeah, years. I, uh, I'm really – I've shot those, you know, horizontal pins for a long time, but these vertical pins are just – for some reason, my eyes are seeing them really good. Well, like you shoot them. a rifle with a vertical pin. Yeah, yeah. You, sh- you shoot a handgun with a vertical pin. Yep. It's very natural. I felt like my left to right at 25 and in was phenomenal going mm-hmm. to a vertical pin. Yeah, I went to a single pin last year. Okay. Just because I just, I just, um, I was kind of having a little bit of target panic, fuck yeah. around issues and stuff. And I was just like, look, like, I, I got one fucking dot. Mm-hmm. Like, years ago, you shot the best with the single pin. It was the fucking. Vital X, Vital X Star Tracks. Yeah, that was a one pin. Came in. It diagonal. was a single pin, but it came in diagonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't horizontal or vertical. It came in diagonal, so you could. When it, because because so when pins come in diagonal, say there's a deer standing there, um, you kind of lose a little bit of your left to right vision on the on the animal, right? And if you get your pins coming in vertical, you lose a little bit of your your up and down on the animal. Yeah. Right? You know, and it comes in diagonal, and it's like, so you can see, you know, you can see the entire animal very well with that pin coming in at that diagonal angle. You ever think about shooting the, what is it, the EZV sight system? I did see that. Uh, It's like an open crotch. I I haven't even looked into it at all, so I don't even know how it works. But, maybe. Yeah, you have you looked into it? You measure, you measure like the, like the, the animal's back, and then you, there's a line where you measure his, his belly. Yeah, and that tells you where you need to hold. And that tells you the range. Now, now you tells you the range of the of yeah, the yeah. with your tar- range of your target. Yeah, and then there's no pin, so you basically put that left turn. You know, you're shooting right in the middle of the. So is it different V's for different no, uh, size yeah, animals? One yeah. V, and then you know if they're closer, obviously the V's going to be higher, and then the further out they go, the animal's back and stomach's going to shrink. 
in the you know for the mm. distance, and then you're going to shoot lower. And so you're ranging and yeah, you're shooting. Shooting. basically yeah. a little bit. It's my my only negative to this is if a sniper scope still has a crosshair, like I feel like yeah. that's the system to go towards, right? Like if the military who's killing people um, still uses a crosshair, I yeah. want something that resembles a crosshair. It would probably stop you from like it would probably stop some of the target bank though. Because you don't have that, you don't have that one pin. It's like yeah. pin on target, wham! You yeah, know, you just like. I don't you know. think I don't think with that easy V, I don't think you can aim small, miss small. I think it's kind of you just aim for an area. Yeah, mm-hmm. would be more what I would think. Which, well, and we've been shooting trap bows tonight. Yeah, I mean that's, it's basically what you're doing. It might bring back some of that like just look at instinctive spot. shooting with that easy V. Yeah. Uh. Well, cause I don't get target panic at all shooting my trad bow because yeah. I'm just kind of you know, looking where I want to shoot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, I don't have that thing on the target, you know? Um, sometimes shoot my compound, man. Sometimes I've, I'll like feel the target. Like I feel it. And I'm just like, I'm just like fucking mm. simmer down, but, and then I pull in there and then I, then I pull Watch through it. Yeah. But I'll feel like as soon as that, sometimes that pin will be hitting that target. I'll feel myself literally wanting to be like, like don't punch yeah. it, don't punch it. My biggest problem is lock and low. That's that's the worst for me. My well, your gets, arm will not go. Yeah, up. it will not. <laughs> it, it weighs a thousand pounds, bud. So that's what um, I mean. I, I know some of the target pink drills. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. an archery person, but it sounds like to, to fix stocking uh, locking low would be pull up, aim, and don't shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aim so, and then let down, and then aim and then let down. Because I say, I swear to God, if you say I'm just going to aim at that target, but I'm not going to shoot my arrow, mm-hmm. I'm just going to aim at it. Your pin dude, that pin, it'll sit right fucking center. Yeah, it'll sit there. Yeah. When but I if use, you know you're not going to shoot, but now if you if I pull it up and knowing I'm going to shoot the arrow, it's all over the place. When I or you lock low. When mm-hmm. I went on my first western hunt, I couldn't shoot. I lived in a condo. Couldn't yeah. shoot, but I I could do ten to twelve yard like holding drills where I would draw my bow from behind my couch and I would aim at the target that was down by the garage door. Blind bail. And all I would do was hold it. Not blind bail, hold it. Not blind bail. Hold it for 10, 15 seconds and let down. But wait. Hold aim, hold aim. Hold aim. All I said was to keep that, you know, keep it there, keep it there. And dude, I shot lights out back in the day, but you could touch your bow every day because you didn't have kids. Yeah. Sometimes if I shoot like a lot of, a lot with my trap bow, I'll start to think about too much too. And I just need to like kind of tell myself like, dude, just fucking look at the spot, just aim and just let it let the string go. Mm-hmm. It's just literally that simple. But like you, you'll start shooting, you start you'll start fucking doing different shit. You'll start fucking with your fingers. You'll start fucking with your release. You'll start trying to follow Pull through. through. Yeah. You'll try. You'll you'll just keep thinking of all this bullshit. It's like, look, dude, aim at the spot and just fucking just let it go. Cause they say like uh, I I don't know I'm not a, I'm not an expert at trad or regular archery, but I know they say you want your release to feel like say you were holding a, a bucket and just drop it. Mm. That's what you want your your trad release to feel like. So you don't like you know you see I see how people like force that follow through sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like you know and they're like any like fake follow through back to their shoulder like. Just it should naturally just fall that way if you just let your let just let it go. Yeah. Some of the best trap people in the world though fucking snap shoot like crazy. So it's like, you know, there's no that's the cool thing about traditional archery. It's just like do you, man. Yeah. Just you know, and there's really no well, we judgment were out involved. Tonight, and I'm a very much hold hold the bow, 
I hold for longer than both of you. Yeah, you're vertical. Oh, you're yeah, vertical. vertical. Yeah. Vertical, hold the bow, a full release. Yeah. I'm like, shit. How'd you feel under I, pressure? I change it every time. It's probably your first time with a group of guys watching you shoot, isn't it? Yeah, and... and with the trad? Yeah, I mean... No problem? Yeah. It, it's yeah. instinctive shooting. You don't really have a lot of time to think. I, like over, you do. I overthought the twenty, the first 20-yarder. Yeah. Probably. Because Andy was like, you know, I sailed it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I remember getting it back and being like, oh, it's, it's a little farther. Like, raise up. And then I yeah. shot the previous, yeah. the, the next three arrows. And solid group for me at 20 yards with the stick. Don't even think about it being further. Yeah. Don't even think about it at yeah. all. I've got a, a lot like, of... Like, eliminate yardages. Yeah. Don't even think about yardages. I've got a lot of DMs. The guys are like, dude, it doesn't matter if it's four yards or 60. Mm-hmm. It's the same process. Yeah. You, you, you will naturally... Your body will naturally Constantly. raise and lower. Mm-hmm. You'll naturally raise and lower if you, like, don't hit anchor. Mm-hmm. You know, if you kind of short draw it, you'll kind of naturally kind of, like... Compensate up. Compensate up a smidge on the shot. It's just like anything. It's just like you said, like in sports, you know, shooting a basketball, throwing a baseball, throwing a fucking beer pong shot. Yeah. You, you compensate a smidge, you know. If you're, if you're shooting basketball and you can't, you know, you say you can't get your legs Let's underneath you. Let's say you get you. fouled halfway up the shot. Yeah, you can't. You overcompensate. You can't get your legs underneath yeah. you. You know, you're, you're overcompensating with your with your arch. You're pushing that ball a lot more than you would normally if you got your legs underneath. It's, it's the same shit. And it just happens. You don't even think about it. You're just like, I just need to get the damn ball in the hoop. Same thing with the Trabo. Um, now, there's a lot of people who are really good trash shooters who would probably tell me I'm talking nonsense, <laughs> which that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I think, I think right now, three weeks in, I can kill a deer at 10 yards. 13 yards, 75%. 15 yards, like, no. Like, I can't. But you're straight stand, hold, vertical bow, yeah. shooting. So you're going strictly tree stand hunt. Yeah, so I, I think in October, which is when I plan to stick bow, minus any of my presets on, on my small farm, I'm probably going to purposely hunt a little lower, and I'm I'm literally going Comanche mode. Super light in the woods, small tree stand, two sticks, scouting more than hunting. If I don't get in a tree, I don't get in a tree. But, like, just Comanche mode. Like, I'm going to have fun. Do you need to learn how to shoot, like, crouching on the knee? Sitting on your I'll, butt. I know myself. I'll be in a stand. Like <laughs> I like to ambush from slightly elevated, even if it's three feet off the ground. But if you're scouting, if you're scouting your way like into an area, you're going to be moving slow. You're going to be stopping. You're going to be looking around. You might see some movement, you know, and you might have a doe coming in at sixty, and she's kind of coming towards you. You're just going to fucking stand there and just post it up, scarecrow, vertical bow, hold back, draw. 15 yards? No, no chance? No. You're going to be ducking down behind that tree and maybe slivering back into that honeysuckle brush and then it'll come through and you're going to have to shoot that fucking bow sideways. Canter. Yeah, and, and I will probably start shooting a little more like, I don't know, you know, that style come, come August. Yeah. You're shooting instinctive, so I don't think it'll be much, um, I don't think it'll be much of a transition. Yeah. Um, now the competition guys who you know, they're that's that's a whole nother league of shooting. shooting. Yeah. I got I I told Logan I'm I'm gonna get another lesson after July fourth and then I'm gonna get another lesson in August. And he said that pretty good plan. And he he kind of quoted me. I'm actually I got a YouTube video cut. It'll it'll go out. I don't know 
Sunday night. You're paying for yeah. lessons? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Dave, Dave shot on the ground for you once. First tree, first tree stand hunt. Smoked it though. Dude. 20 yards away. Yeah, <laughs> low key. No, that deer was 22 yards away. 22. First yeah. deer of the white shot, experience. Never shot. A, a trad bow out of a stand and smoked that bitch. Dude, and he, he was half crouched, like knees in his chest, like <laughs> leaning behind it, like because I had to reach around that limb. Loki, go back. I whistled her too. Like, <laughs> she didn't stop. I just whistled for no reason. Shot her. She was walking. There. And I was like, like that's a really good yeah. trad bow kill. Like that was good. Fuck. Smoked her. She ran 13 yards and then started hopping and died 25 yards We were later. like, I don't know where I hit her. And Barbara was like, I don't know either, but she died right there. <laughs> it wasn't either good. Didn't she jump in like a thorn bush? <laughs> yeah, she Dude. did. Dude. Like, she, she runs over right to like the edge of this like thicket like wall, like clear yeah. cut type thicket wall, thorns all on the edges. And she starts stumbling and she's standing like right on the edge. And she's about to go down. And then she's like. <laughs> it just dives right into the brush. <laughs> We're like, damn, you could have just like stayed there and fell down. Nah, I'm going into the brush. <laughs> yeah, first deer of the White Tuck Experience. First deer we ever killed. Yeah. I think it had some like super corny music too. Like, oh, the whole first season. Do, 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 oh, do. free music <laughs> that was on like a... Was that the St. Joe River, bud? Uh, no, it was with, it was, no, nah, it was with the Hoyt. I don't know about that. It was. It was, it was with the Hoyt. Hoyt. Yeah. Man, that was a long time. What did I miss the big buck with? The river bus. No, it river was buck. with the Hoyt. Maybe it was. What no. big buck? Oh, that was when you guys was in. in it was the same river bus. Well, we didn't sure. kill shit that year. No. You you guys ratted the buck in that night. Maybe. We had two deer come in that night. The second one, he almost shot it and never came up the hill. The one came in and made a scrape and I stuff? I never prayed so hard in my life. I was like, please come up the hill. The one that came and made that scrape? You had the last there. They were snorweezing and shot each other. It was kind I of remember cool. that. That's some of the wildest footage we've ever collected. With Even uh, that, <laughs> maybe the day before that, remember we hunted uh, where I shot my buck at that year, or maybe the year after, but it was pouring rain and we had like <laughs> like silver rain suits on. We seen that big seven come down the hill and they were fighting <laughs> yeah. with a bully eight. Yeah, yeah. They were going crazy. We literally had silver ponchos. <laughs> oh, dude, if it rains, I I take a poncho. Like, we had a, we had a bright yellow uh, dry bag over the camera. Yeah, <laughs> over the ASAP camera. It was like November. <laughs> it was pouring rain. Nothing worse than going, silver going for a mobile hunt in the rain. You're like, I gotta bear hug this tree. I gotta oh, yeah, like walk through wet leaves and like debris, and then and I gotta the, hug a we wet trunk. Half like, time the trees worse too, because like it'll be like if it's like slightly leaning towards you a little bit, you'll have that fucking like drip, just oh, bloop, yeah. drip. It's like a goddamn Same torture word. board. <laughs> Just yep. bloop, bloop. You're like, fuck this tree. I'm done with this shit. But you know that everybody knows if you have a hard rain and the rain stops. Oh, my. It couldn't be better. Sprint to the woods. But you got to be, you just got to stick out the rain, you know? Because it's like right when the rain stops, they get up. That's you the, know? the couple years ago when you shot your bucket, that one place. Yeah. You was in the, you was set up in the rain in the and rain. quit and that's when it came out. Yeah. Do you I, have to? You have to go get set up and yeah. Yeah, that's the shitty part about it is you got to go get wet and then sit there and freeze, but you know they're going to get up right after that rain. Right after mm -hmm. the rain, he was hitting that scrape. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and they go to scrapes right after rains too. Yeah, that's, that's I me. Mean, that's like kind of a double whammy. But I think they're just active after rain anyways, you know. Oh, yeah. They don't mean to eat it. They've been hunkered down. I watched my chickens. 
I'll yeah. never turkey hunt a day in my life when it's raining. <laughs> they they, they, they <laughs> run to the corner and settle up, huh? They, like, oh they, they've been in my garage, right, in that in that pen. I come out here on a rainy day. They're all huddled, sitting down, not pecking around, doing their thing. I'm like, I'm never turkey hunting in any sort of shitty-ish weather. Yeah. Like, not that a, a chicken is a turkey. What was the weather you they're, they're enough of a close, close cousin. You this year? Was it right after rain or in the rain? Uh, I thought no, it was, it was, a, it was, it was, it was a hot, hot day. day. It was super hot. Good day. So, it was like that first real 80 degree day we had. Yeah. Yeah. You killed later in the day, too. It wasn't yeah. like first well, thing in the morning. It was 11. Yeah, man, that's pretty what, fucking late. Pretty late. I've been yeah. home by now. So, so I was planning on hunting all day. It was the first day for all day. On that Friday, right, it was a sunny, sunshine day. You killed, Greg Tubbs killed, yep. uh, William from Fleet killed, yep. and uh, one of the guys in um, Minnesota killed. Mm-hmm. We're talking four different states. Yeah. And I do believe, I think, uh, who else killed that day? Another couple other people, people killed, but it was Dude, hot. that day that was, was hot. hot. Yeah. I, I, I called William from Fleet on my drive to Minnesota, and he's like, Oh, I killed a bird this morning. I'm like, dude, you and about everybody else in America. Like, it was hot. Dude, that's something to do. There's something to do with, with, with animals that we just don't know. Same way with yeah. deer. You know, just like, you can look at all the, the hundred different, you know, measures that you can measure. You know, the, what, what the, what the Drew's got going. They got the whole thing, right? That. They calibrated the all the different. Yeah. They got the barometric pressure. You got the the first. You got the you got the you got the wind change. You got mm-hmm. the first north wind after a bunch of south winds. You, you got all these different variables, um, you know. And they, they've kind of like tried to like collaborate them into like a thing, but it's still not like one hundred percent accurate. For some reason, there's some days. You know, you got the moon involved too. You could look at the fucking moon shit. For some reason, though, some days. Fucking animals move a shit ton more than other days. And it's not just, like, in an area. It's, like, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And it's kind of... It, it, I mean, that's the golden ticket there. That's what everybody tries to find. And some people think they figure it out, and then they sell a bunch of shitty stuff saying that they figured it out, and they, they bamboozle a bunch of people yeah. to buy it. <laughs> <Bamboozle>. <laughs> that's what it is. Yep. And then the juries do run, like, 400 truck cameras, so, you know, their shit might be, like... Somewhat uh, accurate. Not, I don't know. We'll, we'll <laughs> you know. just go ahead and say they don't run trail cameras. They run cell cameras. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they pay like ten grand a year in lithium batteries, <laughs> and they don't go with Rayovax either. No Rayovax. <laughs> no Amazon. Neither did the Bomars. No. They were getting bitched up. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap this thing up. It's uh. It's been a good uh, Saturday session here. We shot bows for a bit. Um, uh, my mind is not on deer hunting right now, man. Just you, you uh, got the Western prep just preparing for for out the, west elk. The elk trip, uh, dude, yeah. I'm not good at multitasking. Like my, my I have to like 100% buy all this gear because I'm this is my first year, so I'm starting from scratch. And it's like I have a list, and I'm every weekend I'm buying a little bit extra with the lawnmower money, you know. And do you know how to deer hunt? So yeah, I mean I do. I know I'm how to same deer hunt. way. I know where I'm gonna hunt. It's they're not going to where. I'm gonna get my cams out. Dave's got two years this. experience. You got a half a guide yeah. over there. I mean, yeah, he's I'm one for three on this. He's got it. He's <laughs> got it. I flung three arrows at him. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 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 so really, if you had DIY odds. I'd take Dave. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. They say uh, they, they say elk are uh, what is it? It's ten percent chance. Yeah. To uh, to kill, 
and you know being an out of stater that that's even with with residents yeah so and that's even with guns so being an out of staters you know um I mean, we've defeated the odds greatly. Greatly. You know, just yeah. between the three yeah. of us, me, Byron, and Andy, we've went two years in a row now. Me and Byron, um, I mean, we, we fucking almost got a crack at a giant. If we would have been better elk hunters, we would have killed a giant. 100%. We dude, beat him. Maybe dude, a couple of giants. Dude, one, no, no, no. no. One, 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 one embedded. One we embedded. saw a lot of yeah, you seen. big big elk, but the one that we, that, that we jumped at like 60 yards. Yeah. We thought so. We thought he slipped us, dude. This is magazine worthy elk, dude. Hundred percent. We'd be we 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 would have been famous. Yeah. I swear to God, yeah, people have been calling me to have me on their podcast I if I shot it. it. Yeah, hundred percent. It was that big. And if if he just stood there for another second, you're talking to two arrows at sixty yards from both Dave and yeah. I. I'm we got for, a chance. I'm going for next for sure. <laughs> we got. <a> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and and it was funny. Yeah, if we'd have been better elk hunters, we'd have killed that elk. Yeah. But, yeah, you've got arrows off at elk both your trips. DIY. Three. Three arrows. Yeah. You missed? Yeah. Missed two spikes. <laughs> missed two spikes. <laughs> but I shot a five before. <laughs> Smoked him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, and then Andy I, missed him. And then you missed the spike that the, oh, I, I, the, the first prayer. Yeah, mine was a prayer. <laughs> we just had five errors at him. With a 10% chance. 10% chance. 10% odds is what they say. We went two times from driving. <laughs> Shot you know, a Ragnar. Yeah, driving, you know, across the goddamn country. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're we, think, we've let five errors fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. All within hundred yards. We're gonna find some help. Oh, we're gonna get on it, dude. That, it's it's it's. Just and a, you're a turkey hunter, like yeah. a good turkey. Hunter. Well, I got I got. Uh, we'll, we'll get the call. We'll be calling our Andy. My, uh, yeah, we even got to talk about that. I have I have a lot more drive than more people too. So yeah, I'm uh I'm ready. I'm training. It didn't even matter if it was like if it was. It didn't even matter if it was like my day to shoot or Andy's day to shoot, like. If we if we got in an area where like we thought it was good uh, good looking elk bedding area maybe like a good little bedding flat potentially, I was calling because yeah. Andy was throwing out fucking trumpets. <laughs> he was clearing like that on me over there. Yeah, <laughs> he was derating me and on me, and I was like, dude, that shit out of here. Can you do you die from turkey on? I'm, I'm, I do, yeah. Yeah, so, so. You, you're already better yeah. than me and Andy when we went in. Yeah. yeah, well, it was over all right with the calling, and, yeah, but you know. We're going to be cutting that out. God damn it. We're going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> in Hawaii this uh, So yeah, we're going to Elk Hunt in uh, Hawaii this year. So there's 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 other concerns that we have to be worried about this year. Yeah. But okay, so uh, cut that out. Cut it out. Right, okay. right. But we will be uh but but yeah, we're we're going to a, a different area this year, so me and Rick are gonna have to figure out you know this this new area, and we're going to. I don't think we'll have a problem. It's. I don't know. It's. You never know. You gotta you be able. To re, you gotta be able to read sign. You know. You know. It's like we we do. We hunt. We hunt public land. We hunt like you know hills. We know how to play thermals. We know how to do this type of shit. It's like it's not. I don't know. Like it's crazy to me that the ten percent thing. I don't. I don't believe it. Well, it's true though. Yeah, I, you know? I believe it's good. It, that's. What they put it at, but I don't think, I don't think it's ten percent for the us. One person we we've all to ran into, killed. we've all ran into yeah. to to hunt. We've ran into hunters out there, 
And we've ran some people who are like, yep, yeah, I believe that 10% because, you know, because of these guys. Yeah. We've also ran to some people who, yeah, like, seem like Stone Cold Stillers. They're so Stone Cold. <laughs> you remember the guy with... You remember the guy with... Thrillers. <laughs> dude, this, this, <laughs> the dude with the Kuyu hat with the horses, Oh, that motherfucker kills an elk every year. Exactly. So you run into some of these guys, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. But you also run into people boys, who... not so much. Yeah, you also run into some people who are like, yeah, they probably aren't killing that many. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of can see like the the range of, of hunters, but like I don't I don't think it's I, th- I think that ten percent thing. I mean, clear so far either either we've are exceeding expectations or we've just pressed our luck for the rest of our lives. We've let five arrows go. Yeah. If this ten percent thing, then maybe, that means well, we won't see an elk for another fifteen years. I I saw more <laughs> elk on our DIY trip than I did on a paid outfitter trip. Now that was a little bit vegetation based. Yeah, a little bit foliage based. Yeah. You know, but even but but even like sign and like smelling them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much you saw on that outfitter trip, but I mean, you know, we were we were we were chasing elk. We, we jumped almost a goddamn moose at, at thirteen yards. Dude, that was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, like, Loki, we were close to death there. I did not even remotely reach for my gun. <laughs> if that was a bear, we're dead. Yeah, hundred percent dead. And it was black. Yeah, big black thing jumps up ten yards away. I'm just Dave and I were talking. I, I, didn't, I didn't think I said anything. I just went. I think I think I think I I think I yelled bear. I think I go bear bear bear. <laughs> no. It's a moose. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm yelling bear. I'm yelling bear to bear. Like, hey, it's a bear. Fucking shoot it, dude. What are you doing? No, I, I went by the tree, actually. I'm just standing there. Yeah. Well, for dead. I'm just yelling bear. You look back, Myron's Bear, gone. bear, 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 bear. <laughs> yep, okay, now I'm dead. But, the weirdest Myron. thing about that, you and I were talking in normal normal tones. We're like, we're going to go up top here. Because we already came down. Like, yeah. We came down that hill maybe like 50 yards to our left. Yeah. And then we're, we're like, you know, maybe an hour later we're going back up pretty much our same trail. It, it was it was a fucking hellacious thicket of downfall, and it was a bad decision on our end to go that way. And they were like, fuck this. And so we're going back up. And we were just bushwhacking, blasting. Like, we were uh, not quiet. Like Not at that point. We had just came down the hill. Like, we knew there was, we didn't think there was an animal in, in, in a square half mile of us, you know? Like, we were blasting through shit. And then just, boom, something jumps up 10 yards away. It's black. I'm like, bear, bear, bear. I didn't do shit. I just said bear. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's a fucking moose. <laughs> yeah. He got up, because he got up like, it's slow the motion. Thing he was like yawning. He was like, oh, just got up. Whatever moose noises make. He was yawning. <laughs> he was stretching his arms. He did the YMCA real quick. <laughs> and then he just did, trotted off. Like, you guys caught that boy in a nap. Well, it, yeah, it, heavy sleep. So we, <laughs> we we go on and hunt, and then uh, we tell this story to the gas station clerk where we got pizza. Yeah. And he goes, guys, I'm not going to lie to you, but if that was a female with a calf, she'd have tried to run you over. Yeah. He said, you're lucky it was a bull. Yeah. We're Just, like, he had huge paddles. We, it was not like a small moose. Low key, yeah. we thought about posting on some forums for that state. And like auctioning off some information. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, they, yeah. yeah no, I was There's like, not a ton hey, of moose tags that get sold in a lot of these states. Yeah, yeah we're like, hey, we know something. We know where there's like a big one at. Listen, I <laughs> and we walked up within ten yards of it. Yeah, pretty much nonchalant. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a dumb one. <laughs> you can probably <laughs> get. We can put you on the map. <laughs> like you could probably get this guy. Uh, yeah. 
All right, folks. Team Hardin Bucks, we're out.